The excitement of West Virginia high school football featuring the Martinsburg Bulldogs is right around the corner. Makes the grab at the 25, stays inbounds to the 20, 10, 5, and into the end zone for the Martinsburg Bulldog touchdown. Excellent throw and catch for the Bulldog score. Yeah, there's just blown coverage there because Clement was wide open down the sideline. The 2-0 Martinsburg Bulldogs take on the 0-2 Sharanda Warriors Friday at 7 p.m. with pregame at 6 p.m. following the sports mix at 5 p.m. Right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis and Nick Verzellini. Welcome in to today's show. Uh, it's a, been one month since we've been on the air, Nick. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it seems like it's gone by really fast, and here we are. I mean, one month on the air, and uh, just keep it going, I guess. A couple weeks into football season, but before we get to that, this show is sponsored in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremation, Robert Fields & Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. And uh, today's Thursday. Tomorrow's high school football Friday here in the Mountain State and pretty everywhere, much, pretty much <laughs> across the country. Uh, but the NFL season does open tonight. It does. We'll yeah. get to that later in the show. But uh, first, so yesterday we started our conversations with our head coach with the head coaches around the EPAC. We talked with Matt Faircloth and Josh Sims, head coach of Hedgesville and Spring Mills, respectively. Today uh, we'll talk to the other three coaches that aren't our game this week, which I'll have a bite tomorrow or two from Britt Sherman after today's interview we have with him. I apologize for those technical difficulties. I'm not too sure what is going on here. Okay, we're good now. Uh, But we'll start with head coach of the Washington Patriots, Glenn Simpson, and they they didn't play last week because they had a COVID issue, and here's what he learned and the team learned from the early COVID stoppage? Well, we learned that it is still present. It is still with us. Uh, obviously, nobody thought that it wasn't. But just the the fact that, uh, you know, it can still, uh, just like it did last year, it can, it can interfere with uh, our ability to play. So uh, we have to remain vigilant and, and uh, continue to use those good practices to try to minimize the uh, effects. And obviously you never want to miss time because of COVID, but they were able to do a little bit as a team. And here's what he he said they were able to do as a team. You know, they had to wait for those people that were getting tested for those results to come back. And then for the players that had to quarantine for them to quarantine, but they were still able to do some stuff as a team, Nick. Yeah. They were able to get back a little bit. And uh, here is what he said about that every situation is different but of course you have uh those who did not miss any time and were able to continue to practice and then we had those who had to be out for a period of time awaiting results and so forth so we put the the best group we could together and and uh got some work done tried to you know maintain some continuity with uh those young men who were able to come to practice so obviously they talked he just talked about the people that were able to come to practice but this week they'll play a Frankfurt team and a Frankfurt team that is you know not in this area but coach Simpson said he's kind of familiar with this team. Well, uh, we uh we prep for them just like we do everybody else. Uh I will tell you I've I've been aware of this Frankfurt program for a very very long time. I'm from the region. So uh I know what we're getting into. They're, gonna, they're a gritty group, uh, tough-minded, tough-nosed. Uh, they're they're going to be a challenge. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, there wasn't any extra preparation, but, uh, you know, I feel like we've got a, a good game plan coming in, and, and we'll see how it goes. So, obviously, a good game plan. That's really all, all that matters. you got a week off. Um, essentially, it was like an extra bye week for them. And the only bye week, really. Yeah. But uh, I think Frankfurt is a two A school, so this this is, and they are coming off of a win over Hampshire, who I'm pretty certain is a three A school, which would be a, a significant win for them. 
Um, unless those are both two, I could be wrong about that, but, um, you know, they're certainly going to provide a, a challenge, I think, for Washington, even though they are a 2A school. Yeah, and I think when you look at, at, a, at a 2A school, you kind of just say, oh, 2A school and to a 3A school. You never really – you really think you're just going to get, you know, a blowout. Yeah, but it, it's not always a for certain thing. I mean, there's been plenty of times – over the year where we'll see a few upsets here and there where maybe a single A beats a 2A or a 2A beats a 3A or even a 3A loses to a single A. It's happened. Um, it's not very often, but sometimes, you know, those things happen and it's always something you got to be aware of. Yeah, and the, the Frankfurt team is 2-0, and a 19-0 win over Moorfield to start the season away on the 27th of August. And then last week you mentioned that win over Hampshire. It's 21-8. So... They're putting up some points this season, and head coach uh, Glenn Simpson uh, talked about what his defense needed to do to step up this week. Uh, well, we got to play a little bit better behind our pads. Uh, there, there's a, there are points in time where uh, you know we we uh, don't get into position with our feet, so we have to reach with our hands. And so, and again, that's that's something that that we work on and and continue to tighten up as the as the season progresses, um, you know, so that we can uh, be more secure tacklers in the open field by by getting into better position. And I think that that's key is that you want to be able to, to play well defensively when your teams put up you know what is it nineteen and twenty one points. So if your team's putting up, you know, that's what, about three touchdowns, you know, 20 points a game essentially over two games, and you didn't give up that much in your first game. So you want to – you're facing obviously a team that can put up touchdowns, so you want to do well defensively, Nick. Yeah, definitely a key, obviously. You, you always got to control the line of scrimmage and have a good defensive effort out there. And our last cut, our last uh, quote from – Glenn Simpson is just want to see, see what he wants to see out of his team for their second game of the season. Well, the main thing that I want to see is, uh, particularly on our offense, I want to see us uh, finish. I want to see us, uh, you know, when we get into blocks, I want to see us finish blocks. You know, I want to see us uh, finish runs through first contact. Uh, when you play this style of offense, it is it is very much a uh, – a toughness game and uh, we played tough and Hedgesville played tough as well but I think there were things that we could do just a little bit better that you know that we can improve on that uh, you know could have led to a little more success and and that's the kind of thing that we're trying to improve on daily you know not not just specifically Hedgesville but uh, or preparing for Frankfurt, those are the types of things that we look to clean up moving throughout the throughout the season. So obviously, there, there's some things that he needs to clean up. That you know, you never have a perfect game. No, and, and just to confirm, Spencer Frankfurt is a two A school. Yeah. So uh, they'll be at home for this one too. So you know, a little bit of a trip for uh, Washington. Uh, so. Wrap this up. We'll wrap this segment up. Um, I think that'll be that'll be a pretty close game for a two A school to play this three A school up here. Yeah, I mean it should be a good game. I would expect Washington to win, but you never know. And I mean this is a competitive Frankfurt team that's kind of been on the rise, like Coach uh, Simpson said. So I'm expecting a pretty good game. It should be a good game, and we've reached our first break of the day. This segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. When we come back, we'll talk about the only EPAC game coming up. We'll have interviews with both Brian Thomas of Muscleman and Craig Hunter of Jefferson. That's next on the Sports Mix. Call her anyways. My mind's a mile a minute. And my thoughts to bark like hounds. I focus on my breathing and the universal sound. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one. 
We have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. The right attorney can make all the difference in the outcome of your case. I called Sutton and Janelle, the best lawyers you could ask for. Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. 70 years of collective legal experience, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, and mediation. Sutton and Janelle got the most favorable outcome I could have expected. Visit Sutton and Janelle's new historic location, 224 West King Street in Martinsburg. Online at suttonandjanelle.com. Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. They value your rights and are passionate about your success. Conveniently located at 440 Williamsport Pike in Martinsburg, Sunset Car Wash's staff specializes in keeping your car clean. From our famous three-minute cloth wash to our touchless automatic and six self-serve bays, we offer whatever preference you have for your car wash needs. If your vehicle could talk, it would say, take me to Sunset Car Wash. At Sunset Car Wash at 440 Williamsport Pike in Martinsburg. Locally owned and operated. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 TV10 on Comcast Channel 10 in Berkeley and Jefferson Counties as well as streaming on Facebook on the TV10 Facebook page. Uh, Nick, we talked with uh, both head coaches at Musselman and at Jefferson. That's the really the, the only EPAC-EPAC matchup this week that's both EPAC teams. Yeah, and it should be a really good game. I mean, Musselman started the year with a big win over Spring Mills um, and then struggled against Martinsburg, but obviously Martinsburg, one of the top teams, you know, in uh, in the state. So, if not the top team in the state. So, I mean, th- this is a Musselman team that's very talented, and Jefferson's off to a great start as well, 2-0 and on the season, and their first challenge in the EPAC. So, it should be a really fun game at Musselman. Yeah, and I think it's kind of two tough tests in a row for Musselman with, you know, Martinsburg being the team, you know, really in the state yeah. in 3A. And uh, I think that um, they have two, they have a Jefferson team that comes in undefeated. And as, you know, head coach Brian Thomas says, the best team Jefferson's ever had. So I think it'll be a great matchup overall to where Musselman's got a Musselman played pretty well last week at certain times, yeah. but it's hard to keep up with a team like Martinsburg. That's won as many state championships as they do and have the type of program that they do, but you're trying to become a program like Martinsburg. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll play the entirety of our interview with head coach Brian Thomas of Musselman right now. So you guys ran into a, you know, a tough Martinsburg team, but you guys were able to get them off you know, right away by uh, returning the opening kick for a touchdown and then the, getting the onside kick. You know, it's the little things in a game when you're facing a team like Martinsburg. Is that, you know, some of the positives you're going to take away from that game? Yeah, we did some good things. I mean, I, I think any game, you know, every single game you play, you take away positives, um, but nothing's perfect. Or, or, you know, if it was perfect, everybody would have, have won 10 straight championships and scored 200 points a game. But, you know, nothing's perfect. But, um, you know, you always find things that you need to work on and things that you did well. So, you know, that was kind of the same thing Friday night. We, we did some things well that we took away. Um, at the same time, we did, you know, losing a game like that, there was more negatives and positives that we have to work on so you know the positives are good but at the same time you want to fix the negatives so we can clean those things up anything in particular uh, do you think was a positive and anything 
really jump out as a big negative from the game? Um, you know, I think you guys mentioned the biggest positive is that we came out ready to play, you know, getting that kick return and then getting the onside kick. We had a lot of momentum there that we generated right at the start, um, which was, you know, which was great. Um, you know, another positive, I think our kids kept competing and kept battling, you know, we didn't, we didn't have anybody roll over, um, you know, towards the end, the kids kept, kept fighting and kept competing. I think that's a positive, um, you know, as far as the negative aspect, uh, we didn't, we didn't, I mean, football is a simple game as coaches cliche as it sounds, you know, you got to block and you got to tackle, um, you know, it's been that way since the creation of the game and it stays that way. Even now, uh, I, I don't think we did either of them very well. I don't think we blocked very well. Um, and I don't think we tackled very well. So, you know, those are, those are basic football one-on-one things that we're, we're going to clean up this week at practice. So looking forward to this Jefferson team. They're obviously looking good so far, 2-0 and on the season, two big wins against Virginia schools. But, you know, personally, I think this would be a good matchup for you guys because it's, you know, it's the EPAC matchup, back-to-back EPAC matchups. But I think you guys can compete on the same level with a team like Jefferson. Um, you know, a lot of respect for Jefferson. You know, Coach Hunter and I are friends, so um, you know, I, I really respect what he does. Um, you know, and I and I've watched him, and, and like I said, been friends with him. Me and him actually became uh, the coaches at the school the same year, so me and him are both going into our ninth year together. So you know, it's been a lot of the same. We've had a lot of the same ups and the same downs, um, and I really respect what what Coach Hunter does. Um, you know, honestly, this is probably the best Jefferson team. Um, I, I believe that I've seen uh, since I've been the head coach here. They're, they're really good. They're really explosive. You know, we, we, we got to play well. This is another game where, and we're going to say this a lot this year, where, you know, we have a really tough schedule. We play a lot of really good teams, you know, within our conference and from around the state. So this is another game where we, if we don't play well, you know, we'll, we'll lose. You know, if, if we do play well, then I think we can hang around and we can compete. You know, we, we have the ability. Um, you know, we, we showed that in week one against Spring Mills. But, um, you know, we we, we got to get more consistent. We got to get better. You know, hopefully we're able to do that Friday night. What's going to be a key offensively for you guys to get this win? Um, offensively, we got to produce a lot more than what we did last Friday night. You know, we would – run the ball really well for a couple plays and then, you know, have a negative negative play. And you can't do that against good teams, you know, whether it be Martinsburg or Jefferson's the same. If if we're offensively if we if we play behind the sticks, you know, if we start off like there was one point Friday night we had back to back ball start penalties and it's first and twenty. Well you just you know you just completely took yourself out of out of a hope of, of getting it. So, you know, we we, we gotta play smarter offensively. We gotta play in front of the chains and we have to have favorable down and distance situations and can't be playing catch up and, and, and trying to get crazy yardage in situations. Defensively, you know, we got to slow them down. They have so much firepower. You know, similar to a Martinsburg is, is they got they got a good quarterback that can put the ball uh, wherever he needs to put it. They got a really good running back who's had a had a great start to the season. Um, they're much more physical up front this year than they've been in, in, in years past. They're really good up front. Um, and then you know, probably the most dangerous thing is just the receivers that they got. They got three or four kids that at any point can take one to the house. So you know, we got to play really disciplined and and can't allow the big play this week like we did last week against Martinsburg. So uh, last week, you know, it was an EPAC game, EPAC game this week, but huge crowd. Are you expecting another huge crowd like that this week with, you know, the EPAC team coming in from Jefferson? Yeah, I think so. You know, our um, our, our community, South Berkeley, you know, they've always done a good job of, uh, you know, this. we're a big school, but at the same time it's kind of got that small town feeling, um, you know, just because people that are familiar with the school know that, you know, we started off as a small school, as a little single-A school, and, you know, we were that small community and things have kind of grown up over time. So we still kind of have that small community feeling where we, we, we get a lot of support and our fans do a great job. And at the same time, you know, a lot of times you play these games and if you, you get later into the season, if you play a team that's not very good, then, then you know, they don't travel very well. And if you play a team that is good, they do travel well. So, you know, I think Jefferson will have a good crowd too, you know, being 2-0 and and having a good start to the season. I think, you know, they're, they're, they've probably generated a lot of excitement over in Jefferson County as well. And, and probably, you know, you probably get the average fan too, the, the, the person that just, hey, I'm going to look down through the schedule every week and figure out what, you know, I think the best game or, or the local game is. And, and you know, I'd probably, I'm not really sure who the other teams play this week, but I would think that ours would probably be, um, you know, the top game locally. And that was head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, Brian Thomas. Thanks to him 
for talking with us after the show the other day. And as I mentioned in the show, uh, the last couple shows, we will, we just, it doesn't work out that we can talk to them during the show because of them teaching their, their teaching obligations. Uh, so we'll be talking to them after the show every week and then we'll, we'll kind of do this. It, it depends on how much time we have on the show. If we can yeah. run the full interview, like we just ran the full interview for this one because we had the time on today's show. Um, but I think this is going to be a good matchup. And I think that Musselman did some good things in last week's game against Martinsburg. They just need to clean a few things up. And I think this this could go down as one of the best EPAC games this season on Friday night. I agree. I think this game, though, will tell us how good each team really is. Yeah. Or at least how well, how good they are in the EPAC. Because the, I think Jefferson, obviously, you know, 2-0, but we haven't seen them against an EPAC school yet. And Musselman one and one, but Martinsburg's obviously you know above everybody else. I think in the state. And well, and you got you got Musselman is in the Metro News Power Rankings, I believe, at number nine this week. Yeah, so this so, win, I mean, if Jefferson, Jefferson gets that win, they're going to probably move into that top fifteen, top ten. I don't know exactly. I mean, I where think they're, they're right. in the top twelve. I think they're, okay. they've been receiving votes from that, but I think it'll they'll essentially flip spots. Right. I think that could happen after this week. Yeah, it all depends on who wins. I think it's going to be a great game, though, and it will tell us a lot about those two teams moving forward. Yeah, it will, and we caught up with head coach of the Jefferson Cougars, Craig Hunter, as well, and here's the interview in its entirety. Big win for you guys last Friday over Sharando, 41-14. to What What'd you got? What'd you take away from that game? Um, that uh, just, We just were able to keep the momentum going, um, played well, Cleaned up some mistakes from week one. Uh, still got some issues with some penalties we got to clean up this week coming up. Um, but other than that, I thought the kids played well. They played with enthusiasm. Um, they got after it. Um, and we came away with a victory. Coach, another big game this week. First uh, conference game of the year against Musselman on the road. What are you looking forward to about this opportunity? Uh, it's always a great opportunity to get a chance to play Musselman. You know, you, you kind of somewhat know what you're going to get. They're always very aggressive. Um, they get after you. Um, they they fight and play hard, um, so you know it's always just a great time to get a chance to play that a team like that. And uh, we just talked to head coach Brian Thomas a few minutes ago. He said that this is the best Jefferson team that he's seen since you got since you took over when you guys both took over your programs respectively the same season. I mean, it's, we have a good team, but I, I'm 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 not sure about that. But I mean, what time <laughs> will tell toward this season? How if this season ranks that to be the probably the best team I've had. Um, but time will tell with that. I think we've had the best start um, in a while since I've been coaching, um, and this team has the possibilities of being one of those one of those great teams if we just keep going the way we're going, keep the momentum going, uh, keep cleaning up our mistakes, and keep trying to play uh, great football. Offensively, what uh, what have you what have you seen so far from Musselman on film? Um, you know, they they're a typical Musselman team. I mean, he will throw the ball a little more than usually in the past that he's done, but they're going to try to ground and pound you. They're going to run the ball at you, give you a whole bunch of different sets, a lot of misdirection, um, and just see if you can stop it. Uh, and then, but they do have, uh, you know, the Adams kid they try to get the ball to. There's a lot of speed. Um, so just some things we just got to look into this year um, that's not a traditional Musselman team as far as that goes. Uh, what stands out to you in terms of what you'll need to do offensively to get a win? Uh, I think we just need to try to offensively and defensively, I think we just kind of need to win the line of scrimmage. So back-to-back weeks for Musselman, they've had special teams touchdowns, kick returns for the t- for touchdowns. What do you need to do on special teams? Is that an emphasis this week in practice so they don't get three weeks in a row? Don't kick the ball to Ray. <laughs> That's what you need to do. <laughs> don't kick the ball to Adams. That's what we need to do. Keep the ball away from him, and then if the ball happens to go to him, tackling, converge and tackle. So you and Coach Thomas obviously have been uh, around these two programs for the same amount of time. So knowing, I guess, his team so well and being a little bit of a different look from them, is that, does that surprise you at all this year that they're kind of mixing it up, throwing the ball a lot more? I mean, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't really surprise me. He's got a young team, um, so he's got a young team. So I guess he's maybe he's trying to – dive into some different new things with a young team to see what he's really got. Um, so it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, he's still kind of doing some of the same things, but he just added a new element to it. So, I mean, that's kind of sometimes what you do is you add elements to what you already do well. Um, so it doesn't surprise me, not not, a, not at all, really. 
So defensively, you guys giving up twenty three points, then to fourteen points. What's kind of been you know the like the point in your in your defense that's done so well these first two weeks? Um, to try to always try to pursue the football, um, tackle when we get there, and try to get eleven. Like I said, pursue and get eleven hats of football. Tackle when we get there, and try to be aggressive like crazy on the defensive side of the football. All right. Well, thanks, Coach. Good luck Friday. We'll talk with you next week. All right. Thank you. All right, that was head coach of the Jefferson Cougars, Craig Hunter. Thanks for joining us the other day, Coach Hunter. Uh, it's going to be a great game tonight. We just talked about it. Um, or tomorrow night, not tonight. I'm jumping ahead of myself. <laughs> we, were, we, we were just talking, trying to talk about what we're talking about on tomorrow's show, getting a little ahead of ourselves here. Um, but that is – it's going to be a great game. We'll talk a little bit more about it tomorrow. Um that was the uh, that was our little segment for this the second segment of the show. When we come back, we'll talk uh, predict some NFL stuff, NFL season, kind of who's doing what and when and where when it comes to the NFL season that opens tonight. We'll talk about the opener as well. That's up next on the Sports Mix. Hi, I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. Part of the Nats' bright future and join the team. The future here it is. Become a Nats Plus member for guaranteed opening day tickets, up to 30% off concessions and merchandise, exclusive events with Nationals players, and more. Premier plans start at just $19 per game with flexible payment options. We can't spell curly W without you. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay, or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. It's NCAA Division II football on TV10 as the Shepherd University Rams travel to Erie, Pennsylvania to take on the Gannon Golden Knights. Third down here, third and four. Straight drop back for Bajan. He now rolls out to the right, looking deep down the sideline. A wide open Ryan Beach, and he'll walk in for six. Touchdown, Rams. Join us Saturday, September 11th for the matchup between the Rams and the Golden Knights. The pregame show begins at 11.30 a.m. with kickoff scheduled for noon right here on TV10, the WRNR YouTube channel. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Nick, if that doesn't get your juices flowing, I don't know what gets your juices flowing. I'm ready for some football, some NFL football. It's back. That's Monday night when you're ready for some football. I'm talking. I'm ready. (laughs) Uh, Tonight's game will be on NBC, so we had to use the NBC theme. So that's the one of the first themes you'll hear this year when it comes to the football themes. But one of the best themes. They're all good, man. They are all good. I've seen some some list of people ranking like you know. If we ever have a very very dull day in sports, we should just rank our favorite sports themes. 
That could be a thing, I guess. Could be a thing. Uh, this segment was sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore. Nah, uh, <laughs> cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, family-owned and operated, 360 Hack Wilson Way, Martinsburg. They also sell some pretty good Yetis. I bought one. Uh, I keep Did ranting you? and raving about that every day, but... <laughs> It's definitely very useful. Got the the, the open and close lid, which was what there I didn't have before. You upgraded, and I upgraded, and that you know what that means. I can have it in the studio and not really worry about it too much. You say that now. Knock yeah. on wood. Knock on wood. Wherever there's wood around us. Uh, all yeah, right, fake wood. <laughs> all right, let's uh, talk about the NFL matchup tonight, um, and we'll talk about the season in general. Tonight's game. 820 on NBC. You can also hear that right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 through the Westwood One coverage that we will have. It will jump to coverage at 8 p.m. right after the Neil Brown Coaches Show. Um, so it'll be the Cowboys at the defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. And I think this is going to be a pretty interesting matchup because a lot of odds makers and you know NFL analysts are predicting the Cowboys to win the NFC East. Really? Oh, yeah. to win the NFC. I was going to say to no, win the night. Not, n- no, no, no. Just to win the Super Bowl. Not the Super Bowl. Just to win the NFC The Super East. Bowl of our area. The <laughs> NFC East. <laughs> They're predicting them to win the NFC East this year, so I think it'll be a pretty good matchup week one to, to see the Cowboys against the defending champs, Buccaneers, who bring back, I think, everybody on offense. Yeah, everybody on the team. All yeah. 22 starters are back for the Tampa Bay Bucks this year. And here's the interesting thing, Spencer. This is the kickoff of the season, so it's supposed to be a great matchup. But this is the largest spread in the NFL this week. Eight and a half points in favor of the Bucs. You taking yeah. that? Uh, yes. Yes? You think I'm they t- cover? I, yeah, I think they cover. I, 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 Tom Brady is just, just amazing. I'm just doubting how good Dak Prescott's going to be coming off of an injury and not playing an entire preseason. That's true. I mean, I have to so say So, I think – you know, fantasy wise, I got Tom Brady going, so I'm I'm rooting for a big game from him. He's my. We'll talk. Well, maybe we'll talk about our fantasy lineups if we have a little. Bit I know of time you got him on your show. bench. I got Amari Cooper on my team as well. well. well eh, just save it, save it. So I'm just saying, I'm hoping for a shootout. Yeah, I mean it could be. But looking forward to this weekend, uh, you know, because I think the Buccaneers pretty much got that on lock. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, when you return all your guys from your Super Bowl team, which I feel like is a huge rarity because usually it's, when you win the Super Bowl. Gosh, I don't know. I remember when the, the Packers. The exact stat, but it's been a long time since somebody's done yeah, that. Yeah, I remember specifically when the Packers won the Super Bowl and the Saints won the Super Bowl. They lost, you know, a bunch of their players. Yeah. I mean, the Ravens lost the majority of their guys. When Some they of them the retired. Yeah, Ray and Ed Reed eventually would retire after leaving. Uh, they traded away Anquan Bolden, just to name a few. But also, you know, guys that aren't as good as advertised but just fit your system really well because they win the Super Bowl end up getting paid a lot more than maybe what they're worth. And this year the Bucks were able to retain everybody, which is pretty impressive. That is pretty impressive. But let's go through the, the week one matchups. And Do you want to do that or you want to make, like, season-long predictions? We'll do that. But I just want to give everybody week one matchups first. All right. So the 1 p.m. games – include the Jaguars at the Texans. Now, the Texans will not have Deshaun Watson. He is on the roster, but he is being inactivated, deactivated the whole season, I believe. And then it'll be Trevor Lawrence's debut, regular season debut. Uh, the game that you'll be able to hear on the airwaves right here on 106.5 FM AM 740 through the Washington football team radio network is the Chargers at Washington. I think that'll be a great game. You got Herbert coming in in his second season against Fitz Magic or Fitz Tragic, whatever version we get on Sunday. And, you know, that great defensive line for Washington. And, you know, that pretty good secondary, too. I, I think it'll be interesting to see how much Herbert can do against them. Definitely. I think, though, I don't know how that game's going to go. Uh, we'll have to see. It'll be 1 p.m. on CBS, or you can tune in right here at ele- starting at 11 a.m. with the pregame show on 106.5 FM AM 740. Next game on the docket, which I – would presume is going to be the Fox game because that is on Fox. It'll be the nationalized Fox game. Seahawks at Colts. Uh, Russ coming back. He's probably going to cook again. Yeah. Uh, then another CBS game on 1 p.m., which will probably be just on it in the local markets. It's the Jets at the Panthers. You got uh, Sam Darnold now 
as the quarterback for the Jets. So it'll be interesting to see him against his former team. Then 1 p.m. Fox game, Vikings at Bengals. Uh, I don't know. I, just, I don't think the the Vikings will do much this year. I think the Bengals could make a could take a step up this year. Step up to fourth place in the AFC North. I'm talking about a, last year. I'm talking about a step up to third place. Now, who are they going to finish? I think they're going to be more competitive than they were last year. How about that? Fair enough, I guess. And then uh, 1 p.m. CBS game, Cardinals at Titans. Now the Titans coming back off the playoff appearance. They add Julio Jones, who's not the Julio Jones of before, but I think he can make an impact in the receiving game. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think he's coming off injury, so, yeah. you know, a full healthy season with that offense, with their running game, I think he could be really dynamic. He's on my fantasy team too, so I'm hoping for big things. And the Cardinals, you know, I didn't really think about this because, you know, Cardinals aren't really in the news that much. Not really, I guess. They, I mean, they got J.J. Watt. but He's washed up, but yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize that Larry Fitzgerald's still a free agent. Yeah, he, he hasn't decided what he wants year. to do. I think he's going to retire. He just hasn't decided what he wants to do. I think that's interesting. Um, but I think you got Kyler Murray versus Tannehill. It'll be a pretty good quarterback matchup. Yeah, it should be a fun game. And then another 1 p.m. Fox game will be 49ers at Lions. Um, here's something that I just saw on ESPN earlier. 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan remains coy on quarterback choice. Jimmy Garoppolo indicates that it's official. So it seems like uh, Shanahan has not come out and said this is what's happening. But Garoppolo has kind of said, yeah, I'm the starter. Um, but I think they're going to find a way to get Trey Lance in the game in some kind of package or something. Potentially. I I would – yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I think they could use him as a runner to some extent. But I just feel like every time you use that – package it usually doesn't work out for teams when they try to mix in a quarterback that is true and i and then the unless next, you're martinsburg they can do it well. <laughs> that is true they can do it well um the next game is steelers at bills that's also 1 p.m i think that'll be an interesting matchup because the steelers you know they've remained relevant you, you, you're not a steelers fan you're you're a ravens fan but the steelers have rain, remained re- relevant for such a long time they haven't had a losing season since 2003. Yeah, I mean, that's what, 17, 18? This would be the 18th season if they don't have a losing, losing season? Yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy in retrospect. And they've never had less than an 8-8 record under Mike Tomlin, so. Yeah. Talk about one of the best uh, franchises in the history of the NFL right there. Yeah, and then you, you're playing the Bills, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Really hoping Stephon Diggs goes off because he's on my fantasy team. There you go. Uh, then Eagles at Falcons. Um, I don't. It, it's Jalen Hurts' team. I don't know. That's not a good game. I don't think it's a good game because both the, those teams are going to be third and fourth in their yeah. division. Then you have Browns at Chiefs. That's the rematch. That's at 4:25 on CBS. I'm going going to presume that's going to be the national game on CBS. Uh, because there's only one other game at 425 on CBS, which we'll get to in a minute. But that's the rematch of a playoff game last year. I think it'll be a great game, and I really hope, you know, for the sake of, of my fantasy team, that Mahomes goes off as well as Tyreek Hill because they're both on my fantasy team. But I think the Browns, that NFC, AFC North division is going to be a great division. It always is, man. Uh, then you got the Packers at the Saints. That is on Fox 425. That'll probably be the game of the week on Fox. You got Aaron Rodgers coming back off the MVP season versus Jameis Winston after Drew Brees retires. Uh, they just cut Latavius Murray at running back. I think I think the Packers are going to win this one easily. I agree. I think I, Jameis will I throw for a lot of yards. I think he'll throw for a lot of yards, but also throw some picks. Yeah, and I just think Packers are a better overall team. And then 425 Fox, you got the Broncos at the Giants. Um, I don't know. Who won the Broncos quarterback competition? It They're going with Teddy B. Yeah, because it wasn't Drew Locke. Everybody kind of thought Locke was locked in at quarterback, but he obviously wasn't. You like what I did there? No. <laughs> the Giants' bottom feeder in the East. I think that's my prediction. It's really a, a telltale year for Daniel Jones. The Giants are either going to win that division or they're going to be in fourth last, place. Yeah. And but they could also finish out at Philly. Yeah. It's probably worse overall, honestly. Then you got an AFC 
East matchup, Dolphins at Patriots. Uh, Cam Newton cut. Now you got Mac Jones as a starting quarterback, and you got Tua. You got two former Alabama Bama quarterbacks. Bama. Bama quarterbacks. That'll be an intriguing matchup. I don't. I don't know. I'm assuming CBS will put Browns at Chiefs on nationally compared to that game. All three of Alabama's quarterbacks, and I think 2019 are now NFL starters. That's crazy to me. Or maybe 2018. I'm not too certain. I saw that the other day, though, because I saw the picture of all them in the locker room from whatever year that was, 2018. Uh, And then the final matchup of Sunday, which will be Sunday Night Football, NBC, as well as on our Westwood One coverage, is the Bears at the Rams. Um, I don't know. I don't like this Bears team. I think the Rams are going to be a great team. Once Justin Fields takes over, I think the Bears will be better, but I don't think they'll be a serious contender yet. But their defense is still pretty good, and yeah. obviously, I, just I think don't the, think Andy Dalton gives them anything. No, I just think the Rams are such a good team with Sean McVay at the helm. Um, I'm just a Sean McVay, McVay praiser. He kind of came out of nowhere to be the OC in Washington and just took that offense to another level when Kirk Cousins was the starting quarterback. And I just think when he got the head coach of the, to be the Rams, he was the youngest coach to be named at the time. I think he's got a lot to go, and I think he's going to win some Super Bowls. We'll see. Uh, and then the final game of the week is your Ravens at the Raiders. That's Monday Night Football, 8-15 on ESPN and ESPN2 with the new Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. And Talk Radio WR. No, not no. on Talk Radio Oh, because WR. we, get we are out, blacked yeah. out because we are not a Ravens affiliate. There's a Ravens affiliate that is close by. So right. that's what happened there. Um, what do you think for that game, Nick? Since I'm I think the Ravens fan. should blow them out. You think the Ravens are going to blow them out? Yeah. All right, then. Uh, That will end this segment. We'll come back. We'll talk some more NFL after this on the Sports Mix to wrap it up. This segment was sponsored in part by Parsons Ford. They became number one by making you number one first. That's ParsonsFordOfMartinsburg.com. We'll be back next for more of the Sports Mix. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. The excitement of West Virginia high school football featuring the Martinsburg Bulldogs is right around the corner. Makes the grab at the 25, stays inbounds to the 20, 10, 5, and into the end zone for the Martinsburg Bulldog touchdown. Excellent throw and catch for the Bulldog score. Yeah, there's just blown coverage there because Clement was wide open down the sideline. The 2-0 Martinsburg Bulldogs take on the 0-2 Sharanda Warriors Friday at 7 p.m. with pregame at 6 p.m. following the sports mix at 5 p.m. Right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments of Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at WVU Medicine. A DUI arrest can have a devastating impact on one's life, your job, your driver's license, and in some cases, your very freedom. My name is Harley Wagner. I own and operate West Virginia's only exclusive DUI defense firm. Since 1999, I've been representing citizens throughout the Eastern Panhandle and state of West Virginia charged with DUI. Let my years of training and experience work for you. The initial consultation is free at the Wagner Law Firm in Martinsburg. Phone 304-901-7400 or online at WestVirginiaDUILawyers.com. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to the final segment of the Sports Mix here for your Thursday, September 9th. 
This segment sponsored in part by Rockwell. Rockwell is now hiring for their new facility in Ranson. All employees receive competitive wages and great benefits plans, training programs that support their career growth. Go to rockwelljobs.com slash radio. And in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. So we'll do a little NFL predictions right here uh, since we got about uh, just just about was it seven minutes left now yeah. in the program today. Um, we'll start out with um, we'll start out with the NFC. We'll go east, south. We'll go northeast, north, southeast, southwest. There, okay. Just give your winner, and then when we finish, we'll give a wild card. All right. Well, three wild cards, I guess. Three wild cards. That's how many there are now. Yeah, seven seeds. Oh yeah. Um, all right. So we'll start with the North. It's got to be Green Bay. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's much debate there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much debate there. And Colin McLaughlin, uh, the sports doctor, doesn't think that either. He's got them going fifteen and two. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's got them going fifteen and two. Then we'll go move to the uh, we'll move to the NFC East. I think it'll be Washington wins it. I think either ten and ten or eleven wins this year, and then I think Dallas comes in second as nine or ten wins, and it just comes down to Washington beating Dallas twice, and then they'll be the one of the wild cards. Interesting. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Dallas. I'll change my pick. I've gone Washington this whole time, but I think uh, Dallas will have the advantage in QB play. I don't trust Fitzpatrick. Do you think Washington gets a wild card? Sure. All right. Uh, Actually, yeah, yeah, they'll get one because of seventeen. The sports doctor thinks that New York goes ten and seven and gets a wild card, and Dallas goes seven and ten, doesn't get in. Uh, so now we'll move to times. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go to the South now. Um, it's got to be Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay repeats. Yeah, and I don't think anybody else gets in out of the NFC South. I don't think there's really any competition. You got Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, who are all lagging around the pack. Uh, Collins got them as well. He's got them as the top seed going 16 and 1. So now we'll move to the West. Um, I think it'll be, uh, I don't know. I feel like all those teams are good teams. Yeah. I, it's I, I going to be hard. I think it's going to be Seattle or the Rams. And I'm I think, going Rams win the division. So I think Seattle wins, wins the division and Rams get into the playoffs. And then I think Arizona gets a wild card as well. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Except I have the Rams winning the division, uh, Seattle wild card. And I just think the Rams defense is a little bit better. So that will put them over the top. And then Arizona gets another wild card as well. So Collins got the Cardinals going 12-5 and five winning the division. And then eleven and six for both Los Angeles and Seattle to get the wild cards. So let's move to the AFC predictions. Start with the North. Um, I think it's going to be a tight division when it comes to three the top three teams. Um, I think overall, though, I think uh, the, I think Cleveland goes like fourteen and three and wins it, and I think the Ravens come in thirteen and four. All right. I'll go. I don't have a record, but I'm going to go Ravens won the division. Uh, Browns get the wild card, and so do the Steelers. I think All three right. teams in the AFC North get in. All right. Uh, Collins got Cleveland going 16-1, and one, Baltimore 10-7. and seven. Uh, Obviously there with winning the division in the wild Cleveland's card. Cleveland's not going 16-1. and one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and down to the east, um, I've got Buffalo winning the division going either 15 or 16 wins yeah i agree i think that last wild card spot is interesting too because i i'm debating between the patriots and the chargers but i'll go buffalo wins the east uh so you had your two two of the three wild cards in the north um i've got to agree i think i've got to agree with colin on this one i think miami gets one of them going having more than 10 wins i don't trust Tua, man Tua's not going to do it i don't believe in him yet you can't right. throw the ball down the field. So let's move to the south now, as we've got about three minutes left. Um, I think it's going to be Tennessee's 
division easily. Yeah, I agree. There's no other nobody else there. I don't think Indiana or Indianapolis. I think they make a jump, win eight to ten games. I think they're going to be terrible. Honestly, Carson Wentz is not that good. I mean, yeah, that's true. Their defense is okay, but or their defense is pretty good, but I don't know. I just don't think they'll be very good. And down to the West, I think uh, it's obviously got to be Kansas City. Yeah, but I, I think the I Chargers. Think they go, I don't think they go undefeated. I think the Chargers steal a game from them down the line. I think the Chargers make a big jump. I yeah. think they'll come in second. But Denver could also be a contender there if, if Teddy B is able to get it done. But it's like Herbert more than Teddy B. Defenses are kind of similar. Yeah, I mean, I got uh, Colin and I both would have uh, Los Angeles Chargers coming in and going into the wild card. Interesting thing here. He's got Vegas Raiders going 0-17. Yeah, I don't think they get winless. No, I think they went a few at least. But I'll go. Uh, yeah, I'll go for my wild cards: Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and uh, I'm still debating. I'll go Chargers because I don't think a rookie quarterback will get the Patriots in. So yes, yeah, so, so I'm thinking my. So obviously we'll recap it: Cleveland division winners, Buffalo division, Tennessee division, Kansas City division. Then my three wild cards: Baltimore, Miami, and Los Angeles. All right, so then. So Pittsburgh's Just, not going to make the playoffs. No. I think they'll win 10 games, but I don't think they make the playoffs. All right, so now we don't have a lot of time left, so go to your Super Bowl. Um, I'm going Buffalo and Green Bay, and the Packers win it in Aaron Rodgers' last dance. You think Rodgers retires? Not his in his last dance in Green Bay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, I think the Super Bowl, my prediction, is going to be Kansas City going again and – um, I think it's hard in, in the NFC, but I I think um, I really do think Green Bay goes for that, and I think it's going to be a great game that comes down to a field goal. Colin agrees with me as well. So who wins? I think Kansas City wins. All right. Colin says Kansas City. Actually, I take that back. I think the Packers will win. So you're picking the same team as me. Yeah, I'm thinking the Packers win. All right, well, that's the show today. Um Colin McLaughlin, tune in tonight on TV 10 for some volleyball action. I believe, what is that? Uh, who's playing? Martin? Martinsburg. And... Martinsburg's hosting Berkeley Springs. That's remember. his yep. alma mater. <laughs> All right. So tune into that on the radio side. You can hear the Neil Brown pre- or the Neil Brown show at 6 p.m. And then uh, Thursday night football opener at 7 p- or at 8 p.m. After that, that's the Cowboys at the Buccaneers. We'll talk to you tomorrow.